Hello, listeners. This is Chrissy Smiles here. Unfortunately, we are not going to be doing a normal episode this week for Geek and Juice this month, but we are going to release a never before listened episode of me, Cheebs, and JQ doing a test recording for our very first episode for Geek and Juice. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. It's unedited, raw, and hopefully funny that you guys will love. Um, But here it is, our very first test episode um, as our special for this week. Um, Instead of our regular episode, we hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. And tune in next month, December 2023, for our season finale of season one and our end of the year show. We hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving and stay tuned for our new episode next month. Hi guys, welcome to our very first episode of Geek and Juice. I am one of your fabulous hosts, Chris, and we are here to talk to you about all things nerdy, all things gay, all things POC, all things dorkish and what have it. And we are here to spill the juice to my left here i have the uh, fabulous lisa one of our hosts and off to my right i have jason quinn one of our other fabulous hosts our fourth host jason is out today but he is here in spirit we love you jason you sound like he's dead he's not dead i'm not dead he he just couldn't make it today that's a good Monty Python line. I'm not dead. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm so happy. I could dance. But to start off the episode, our very first episode, um, we'd like to, we would like all our listeners to get to know us, what makes us nerdy. And um, personally for me, um, I'm a nerd because of anime. I love me some anime. I speak Japanese. Because of anime, so you, you gotta speak Japanese for the people. You gotta do that. I got to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's my anime voice. Okay. <laughs> And for all our listeners out there, um, I'm not a woman, but I can sound like a woman in an anime. So, Uh, catch me outside. How about that? (laughs) Oh, shit. I can't say that line because that's trademark probably. Yeah, sure it is. I take everything back, bad baby. But yeah, that's what makes me a nerd. I guess also DC. I love DC. I'm a huge DC fan. I love horror movies. I love photography. I went to school for photography. Um, and that's what makes me a nerd. And we, we here at uh, Geek and Juice, we have what's called the talking shot glass. <laughs> where you can, you can pass the shot glass... And whoever has the shot glass gets to talk and no one else can interrupt. And which is really good for us because we can go on tangents and we can definitely interject on each other. Um, 
So here I am with the Felton Talking Shot Glass. My name's Elisa. Nice to meet you guys. And happy to see you here. Well, you know, see. Um, I am nerdy because I am all about high fantasy. I love tabletop role-playing games. I used to LARP. I am all about Tolkien uh, and other such high fantasy. I think that it is an incredible art form and it's definitely something that you that can be expanded more than what we've seen. I also love sci-fi. I'm a huge fan of Jules Verne and a lot of the OG sci-fi. Did you know that Mary Shelley was the first one to write a science fiction and she was like 18 or so at the time? And anyway, I am going to pass off the talking shot glass to my friend Jason Hugh here. All right, I said AO. So my name is Jason Quinn. What makes me a nerd? Hmm, so I am a gamer. Um, usually I stream retro games. Um, I love music. I've been making music since I was 17. Also, I am a Twitch streamer, which you can catch me on Modern Nerd Gaming, usually on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, so, I mean, I pretty much am kind of like a jack-of-all-trade with nerds where I love anime, I love comics, I love anything science fiction. I just love to learn about different little stuff and just to be open-minded. So, hopefully, like, with Greek, with Geek and Juice, it's going to be a great experience just to learn different experiences from each other. So, that's what makes me nerdy. And we also have a fourth host. It's a special host. It's Max, which he is on my lap right now. He is nerdy about cat treats and litter boxes. And cuddles. And cuddles. <laughs> His hair is literally all over the place right now. Yeah, it's yeah. all on me too. Yep. FYI, I am not a cat person. I'm a dog person. These two are cat people. I have a cat of my own. <laughs> I, I love being a cat dad. Like, I have this game called Stray, which mm. is like you pretty much platform as a cat. It's a really, really gay, great game. Um, it just makes me think of my um, cat at home, you know? So it's, it's a really fun, enjoyable experience to play. Speaking of video games. All right what is coming out right now i know the new everybody is talking about the new pokemon games that are coming out right now what is everybody's thoughts on the new pokemon games we got violet and scarlet coming out on nintendo switch i believe it's in november i pre-ordered violet because i don't know it just looked cooler i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna fault you for it um i am not a huge gamer in terms of like video games. I don't have the hand-eye coordination. I wasn't really raised with a console in the house. Mm -hmm. um, but I like the look of the games. I like the idea of it being more, what is it, like more open open world? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And um, honestly, I kind of lost track of Pokemon after the first 151. So Gen 1 and Gen 2. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I am very much so behind on the times, uh, but I do love me some Pokemon. <laughs> okay, now as far as me as Pokemon, um, he said he's going to pre-order, what is it? Violet? I pre-ordered Violet. I already pre-ordered it. I'm going to get them all. Like, that's just me. I mean, I do. Because, like, for me, 
I'm kind of the gamer where I want to play as all three starters just to like, you know, see how each of them feel. Plus, I'm really excited about the game because I also have Arceus and Arceus was kind of a, um, it wasn't a departure from Pokemon, but it gave you like a different experience with Pokemon where it is kind of more open world to where you have different strategies on um, catching Pokemon where you can catch it the closer way um, where you can just battle them or you can just like sneak up from from behind and just catch them like that. So what I'm one, what I'm curious about is some of the elements from Arceus that made Arceus so unique. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna see it in this one? Are we one? gonna see it in this one? Because, because more or less, Arceus was more like a proof of concept game, if you will, um, for um, in preview for this Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I remember like when this open world concept was coming out, the first one for Nintendo Switch was Zelda Breath of the Wild. I did not play it. No, I, I don't know I that much Breath about it. I, I started it. I have Breath of the Wild. That's what everybody compared it when Breath of the when Arceus came out. They're like, oh, it's just like Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, but that's like, not even the same universe. But it they're like, it looks like it. That's what other people were saying. It's the same open world concept that we're getting here with Scarlet and Violet. So I'm right. excited to see what's gonna happen. Right, but for but for me, like with Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild just gave you too much choices. That's what's kind of turned me off with Breath of the Wild. But with Pokemon, it's more linear where, yeah, you have your side quests. Obviously, you gotta catch them all. Mm -hmm. It is the tagline. Yep. But with Pokemon, it's like you have the clear storyline. You have the clear goals of getting all eight badges, then battling the Elite Four, then mm -hmm. battling um, the champion and everything. So Pokemon is a little bit more clear versus with Zelda, um, with, um, with Breath of the Wild. I don't. I kind of don't know where to start or where yeah. to begin. It's a little bit. Um, it's a little. It was a little bit too overwhelming for me. What the interesting thing is with the new, this new Pokemon, these two new Pokemon games that are coming out, is that if you watch the um, Pokemon Direct, yeah, whatever they call yeah, it, yeah, the Pokemon Direct, um, they just stated that I think it was last week when the newest Pokemon Direct came out, is that when you do your gym battles this time, you can do it in any order. Oh, that's oh, that's gonna be lit. Yeah, so there's three different main storylines, and you can there's gonna be gym there's gonna be gym battles, but you can start wherever. Oh, as long as you do the gym battles. But but that's but that adds another strategy. But that adds another um point of strategy because I know in most Pokemon games up to this point, you have to get certain Pokemon in order to go to like certain like gym battles just to like you know yeah they have to be it, at a certain level not just certain level also certain types i'm a type battler so yeah. i'll know like if i'm going to a bug if i'm going to a bug gym i better have like my flying star better be on point oh that's true you know i'm a type battler mm -hmm. no, like I, I like having the i like having my pokemon party having the advantage exactly because yeah. i'm i'm more like one shot kill bam, that's it well, to get on to the next topic, the new game that just came out that people are feeling here and there was the new Digimon Survive game. Digimon. I love Digimon. I, I own Digimon Survive. I've been playing it for like two weeks. I've been playing it since it came out. I haven't been that far because of work and school. Yeah. But it's, it's a very interesting concept. Like if you played the classic DS versions when you were growing up, like... Mm -hmm. um, uh, what is it? Digimon World. There's uh, what is it? Digimon Dust. 
Uh-huh. And Digimon Solar or something like that? Or Digimon Sun? I'm, I'm not so sure. Dawn like... and Dusk. Sorry about oh, that. Okay. Digimon Dawn and Dusk. It had to, I had to, it had to come to me. Um, when you play Digimon Dawn and Dusk or even Digimon Cyber Sleuth on Nintendo Switch, um, there's a set storyline. There is one and you're like battling or you're doing free battles or whatever. But when you get to this one, Digimon Survive, you're looking at more of like a storyline arc. Like right. It's, really, it's, it's, it's a lot of talking. It's, oh. it's a lot of talking. It, 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 skip, it, skip, it skip, seems skip. more like a visual novel, which for me, yes. I like I those. like those kinds of games. Go ahead. Like, I do like the kind of, oh, I get the talking shot glass. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I do love when there's a visual storyline or like a distinct storyline. I also, you know, love being a little chaos monkey and doing weird stuff like side questing or something or open world kicking the, you know, just kicking rocks and seeing what happens. Um, but in also in terms of like an actual storyline and I think that's my draw for a lot of games and that's probably what's drawn me to tabletop because it is a storytelling experience mm-hmm. right um and you have a chance to make an in be a influence on this world for a positive or a negative and you can your actions actually do mm-hmm. shape the plot um and i feel like a lot of games should can really take advantage of that yeah to especially the more and more advanced we get and we can get a little weird with it you um you don't mind if i interject real quick i think a lot of it what you're talking about as far as like games being more storyline driven i see that more with indie games rather than Mm -hmm. your triple a games where your indie games are more storyline heavy where um to speak on visual novels, there's games like Coffee Talk, where even though there's not like a quote-unquote clear-cut story within the game, I think the thing about it is that you get to know about people's lives and know about who they are and yeah. what they're about and see how their situations unfold. Um, there's another game that's coming out next month called Wayward Strand, where you're pretty much this young girl. She is a... She's like a middle schooler. She's doing. Some, she's part of like her newspaper um, team at her school, and you're and you're in a you're in a floating air. You're in a floating hospital, a floating nursing home, if you will, and you pretty much have to talk to like all the residents like in there. But the game is. But the game timing is kind of like more independent to where it doesn't dictate what you do. It's just gonna run anyway. So you can just kind of walk in somebody's room. They having a full on conversation. You just sit back. Oh, I'm getting the juice on this. Oh, my newspaper. Okay. It's a very interesting game. Plus like I played the demo of it. Was it about maybe about a month ago? I played the demo of it and it looks like one of them do y'all guys remember like the storybooks that used to pop up and it has like all the settings? Oh, it reminds me of that. Okay. It reminds me of that. Like, that's interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a really, really very interesting game. Like, I cannot wait to play it next month. I gotcha. really cannot wait. Like, I'm not mad at what they did for this game. I'm not mad. It's something new because I usually don't play like story-based games where mm-hmm. like you have to make a decision like if you turn left or if you turn right and 
two completely different things happen. That's basically what you're looking at with Digimon Survive. And I know a lot of people are like, well, what's going on here? Because they're so used to like the traditional method of like, oh, I go on this certain quest and I have to battle this certain Digimon. And oh, I can evolve my Digimon now or something like that. They're kind of, in my opinion at this point, it's more like, not it's not based off of an anime that like the current Digimon anime that's currently out right now but it's more like getting to that style right okay. where like so say for example you have in the main artwork you have all these main Digimon that you use your partner Digimon that when you digivolve them in some scenarios like in some of the games they stay at that they stay they, at that level they stay at that level yeah. but for the main Digimon this time around they devolve oh. so they can go back down because when you have different choices they give you the different options to digivolve into different digimon this you, time you want to know something what digimon um survive kind of reminds me of the way that you describe it have y'all played life is strange i've heard of it yeah like life is strange it's like a novel based game where i think there's like maybe about three or four of them where mm -hmm. your choices will determine how the story will play out yeah basically. um it, it, it will it, that's just how it is this it's the same way have you ever played um batman the tall tale on um, the tall tale series where you your decisions will determine how the storyline will um go out and you make decisions whether you are batman or bruce wayne so it's it's a very interesting concept. I think that's where a lot of gaming is coming now because the thing about it is that either either games are gonna be very gameplay heavy, which you can run to like the esports world, or it's just gonna be something casual just for you to just sit back, lay back, and just relax. Cause because uh, because uh, a lot of people, uh, a, a lot of the generation, what I'm finding. Like, it's very, like, short attention-based, so they just having something just to slow you down, just chill you out. Okay, yeah, I can kind of see that kind of being a thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's a very interesting concept. I mean, I think that's what most video games are now, and not, oh, I can't think of the word, but, like, what they're going, what they're pushing towards. Right. Is a more story-driven concept. I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting, don't get me wrong, I don't hate it, I don't love it. But, like, it's something new to think about. And, I mean, not all... It won't work out with all games. Oh, no. start off there. It's not going to work with everything. Start is not going to work with Pokemon. I swear right. to God, if they do I that mean, with Pokemon. It's, it's kind of like a movie that you can take part in. Yeah. Instead of, like, just yelling at the screen. No. <laughs> but, but, I, but, I, but I found that, like... And this is me as a retro gamer. I found that games are becoming more movie-like since... I would say 1998, 99, yeah. definitely around when the PS2 was out. They yeah, were pushing, PS2 they era. were pushing games to be like movies, just the way that and have the little movie, like yeah, like it's the cinematic um, feel, the credits and all that. Like, um, if y'all ever played Metal Gear Solid Two, that's a movie. Oh, my husband. Period. Love to talk about that. That's a movie. <laughs> that like he don't went off like the Metal Gear Solid from one, two, and especially three, those are movies. Speaking of No, four as well. I'm sorry. Okay. Speaking of movies, what are we all excited for movie wise that's um, upcoming for the rest of the year? <laughs> Shoot. I actually am 
is it bad that I have no real plans in movies? Like, I know I want to see Wakanda <sighs> forever. Um, um, but really, I don't really have, like, an idea. I'm so behind on movies. Like, I, I think you have to see Bird of Prey. And I want to see Bird of Prey so bad. I own it. You Can want? I borrow it? I have to give you my Apple account. But oh, yeah. never mind. Or how about we just do a watch party episode? Oh, that's two. Oh, oh wait, don't you have HBO Max? I do. It's on HBO Max. Okay, that's it. I'm good. Well, I'm you have the DC. It. Yeah, because the DC tab is on there. I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's mo- it's most likely. I it's definitely on right HBO now. Max, but yeah. I own it, so I mean, I don't own it on DVD, but I'm a digital hoe like that. So. Okay, I mean, I've. I've <laughs> Are we all digital hoes? I mean, yeah, me and my phone right here are just in a deep, committed relationship, so... <laughs> That's the music nerd of me coming out. For right. me, I have no idea what movies are coming out. I mean, I know... See? Wakanda Forever is coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Don't hate on me, like, because I didn't see the first one, y'all, but my boyfriend wants me to go see this one, so I'm going to go see it I feel it with like him. you should really watch the first one. I mean, I saw bits and pieces. I mean, yeah, I saw you, Civil you, War. You should, you should watch the first one. I mean, I heard it was really good. Yeah, everybody said it was really good. And then I know everybody's excited for Avatar because it's been like 15 years, 16 yeah. years in the making. I'm excited to see that. Um, I have no idea what else is coming out. You know what? Fuck it. I am going to. Okay, so I have my movies that I'm excited for. Obviously, next week is the new Dragon Ball Z um, super movie okay. that's coming out where they actually have Gohan actually a part of the main storyline for oh. once. Then number two, um, another movie I'm excited about. I think it comes out next month. And this is me being a a, a view a, a view askew fan. Clerks three. Like, oh, I am so excited yes, about that. that is... I am so excited about that because I've seen every view askew movies yet. Let's see. Oh, the newest movie that I watched <laughs> recently that just came out was the new Kevin Bacon horror movie called They Slash Them. It's a, bacon? Yeah, it's it's on Peacock. I literally paid P. I, I, I I'll, here. I'll show you guys the photo. So like, I haven't heard of Kevin Bacon since Footloose. So no it way. is it is actually a really good movie. So basically, um, it's out on Peacock, but you have to have the premium okay. subscription. Oh, it's only yeah, four ninety nine. I literally spent four ninety nine last weekend just to watch this movie. It is so good. It is a queer based horror movie. Okay. The main character is trans, and it's um. Like, Kevin Bacon is in charge of this um, gay conversion camp. Oh, wow. And it's insane. It's insane. The twists and turns in this movie, I don't want to, like, give out spoilers to anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Okay. But it is so fucking good. Oh, it's wow. It's an all, like, I don't know if the cast members themselves are gay. Well, but two of them are definitely trans. Okay. And yes. one of them's a uh, black female and trans, so I was just like... Yeah, bitch, like, yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon um, is in charge of a conversion camp, and like people start getting killed off, and um, they're trying to figure out who the killer is. It's basically like it's a gay Friday camp. the Thirteenth. Get the fuck out of here. That sounds pretty good. It is really fucking good. Yeah. There's nobody like famous in it except Kevin Bacon. Right, but I think, but I think it's just one of those horror movies, just for like you know, the, for new young actors to get their start. Mm-hmm. It's a launching pad for like their careers if they take the right. A lot route. of gay sex in it too. Cool. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> one gay sex scene and one lesbian scene, and I was okay. Just I'm like, down with the lesbian scene. Okay, of course you are. And I was like, 
And I was like, when I first saw the, le- the, the, the lesbian scene comes first before the gay scene. And I'm just like, I was like, damn, these lesbians, they went, they went, it, well, you don't see, for it. They, you don't see like. Were they tripping? Okay, first of all, you don't, there's no nudity. It's like. <laughs> it's, I was going to say like. obscure <laughs> nudity. So like you see bras and panties, but you see the girl literally. So. It's an Asian girl. It's a butch Asian lesbian. And oh, she God. literally goes down on this petite white girl. And it's just like. Ooh. That's somebody's Pornhub search right there. <laughs> there you go. My, my thing is, if they ain't tripping, it ain't real. But honestly, the gay what? scene was intense because, like, the guy on top was this. The most stereotypical, like football jock guy oh wow wow. and he was on this petite white boy and it was um was it tender was it animal no it wasn't it was very intense the lesbians were kind of a little bit more and well they were the lesbians you know how lesbians do sex is they know they did they 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 Yes, they I've, do the I, sex. They do the sex very well. <laughs> hold on. I've seen I've seen lesbian sex scenes on the hub. They be going. <laughs> but you know, this is like PG thirteen sex, so you know oh. it's like it, like I said, you don't it's a no strategic. <laughs> There's no like strategic okay, for the guys, I guess it's strategic nudity. Like you they see They gotta show ass. They you see an ass, you see the six pack. And that's about maybe, it. Maybe a little bit of a happy trope somewhere. Nope. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, on the on oh. the jock guy because he was um he's ripped. He's cute. Oh, you know, I'm gonna show his picture. I'm gonna show the cast list. Wow. I'll show you who, who the lesbians that had sex. Okay. It was this okay, it was this girl. Okay. And this girl. Oh, okay. Mm. Monique Kim and oh, Anna Moore. And then the is he? Oh my god, the jock guy isn't on the cast list. He wasn't important enough. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll search for him on Pornhub or somewhere. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's on the hub. He's probably in... He had sex with this um, character, though. Yeah, I can see it. Well, the I reason why that. like, he had sex with him, because he's like, oh, you look like a girl, and I'm like, but he's not trans, like, this character's not trans, he just has long hair. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it was, like, it was an intense moment, but, like, there's, like, there's everything, there's, like, love, well, not love, well, yeah, love, betrayal, you know. Murder. Murder. It has everything. It has and everything. Other, and, other words, and it's gay. In other words, a Lifetime movie. <laughs> Hopefully better written. It was, it was written pretty good. Okay. The dynamic was really good. Um, is it what Lifetime else? owned by on NBC too? I no. mean, at this point, everything belongs to Time yes. Warner. So. Or Disney. <laughs> what are we? And Viacom. Mm-hmm. We just bow before the Viacom overlords at this point. Let's see what else is coming out. I know Jurassic World is coming out, I think. Sometimes. I thought else. it was already out. Was it already out? I, I feel By like... the time this podcast. Oh, you know what? I am very excited to come out. Hocus Pocus 2 comes out next month on Disney+. Plus. I am cautiously excited about it. I'm a Disney stan. They brought all three of them back. They brought everybody back, though. No, I'm sorry. It's just I am cautiously excited about it because here's the thing about, like, sequels and uh, remakes and shit like that from, like, when we were kids. 
I have an idea in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's a sustent idea of the Sanderson sisters. If you play with that, I will be upset regardless of what, regardless of how good it is. And it seems unfair to the people who work really hard to create this for me to like shit on them when it's really just my head cannon that I'm just upset about. Right. Um, and I'm, I just really want some like original stuff. Like, yeah, we can bring the Sanderson sisters back and that'd be cool and all, but that story's been told. We need some, we can do some more stuff with um, this whole this whole like black candle bullshit or whatever. I'm sorry. I am. I'm just, I'm excited because it's nostalgia. We can break. I love living my 12 year old dreams again, (laughs) whatever. And, but I also recognize that I am 32 years old. It has been 20 years. I have an, I think I have a whole thing. Literally been 20 years since the first. No, I'm, I'm, Riffin at this point, I don't know. Um, I was about to say, I have the talking shot glass. <laughs> Look at me, I am the captain now. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm gonna pass off before I get all too weird with it. <laughs> yes, y'all, this is what you expect from the Geek and Juice podcast nothing but juice, laughter, and real shit. Well. I have nothing else to talk about because I can't think of anything off the All top right. of my head. So my hocus pocus thing is that I'm kind of with um, Alyssa on this one. Mm-hmm. My thing is keep the sexual innuendo because that's what made hocus pocus so good. I mean, yeah, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you have Bet, you have Bet Milder. Like that is like she is sexy personified. Then there's Sarah, Sarah there is Sarah Michelle Mich- Geller. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller. No, Sarah Jessica Parker. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My bad. Are you thinking about so ghosts? She's thinking about ghosts with Buffy. She's thinking about. I was about to say Buffy and uh, yeah, she, like, um, Daphne and Scooby and the live action Scooby. I think of her as Buffy, but but that's beside the point. Like, okay, Sarah Jessica Parker. That is Carrie off of Sex and the City. Come on. You have to keep the sexual innuendo. That's what made Hocus Pocus so good. Well, yeah. And, and it had music. to be fun for the grown-ups watching exactly. it. And the music scene. That and the music scene. The music oh, scene. my God. The music scene. And oh. you're mine. Mm-hmm. That made the whole movie. I'm you just can't recreate that magic. No, you can't. No, it's like you can emulate it with something else. Mm-hmm. It's a hard song to sing too. It's a hard song to yeah, because screaming Jay Hawkins is everything. Um, anyway, um, I just I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna I will watch it. I will watch it, and I will try and keep an open going. mind. I know what else. is Perfect date out. night movie. Yeah, True. yeah. Perfect date mm-hmm. night movie. I was going to say like Girls Night In kind of movie. Uh, more like Disney Plus and chill. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put a spell on you. I'm going to put a spell on a girl too. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and uh, she will be mine. So in anime news, nothing really. I mean, My Hero. We- Wait, My Hero? Yeah, My they're hero coming out with a new October. season. Oh shit, really? It's I am up. so behind on that. Hulu. <laughs> Country um, roll. I am not paying for country roll. I have been tired. Oh. I have, you know what I found you out? Wanna I, know, you want to know something? You got to hustle. I ain't knocking so, it. So, if you apply to country roll, because I was doing it last night, um, as an employee, you get 
free premium subscription. Well, damn. I don't have the skill sets to work for Crunchyroll, though. I don't. Fuck all that. I would just apply to get the Netflix. free stuff. I applied to Netflix last night, and I, you didn't need a damn degree. You don't need a degree to work at Netflix, guys. here. Netflix, if you're listening, please hire me. I, um, I'm not going to say my full name on this podcast, but you know, I submitted two applications last night. <laughs> Fuck all that, Netflix. Give me that money, okay? Y'all paying Dave Chappelle. Give me the money. I mean, they have the money to pay me. I mean, I feel like when, I, when they ask, when, okay, is it weird whenever you guys apply for a job? Real world talk, mm-hmm. and they ask you like, "Oh, put in what your desired salary is." <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs> one, one million dollars, Mister Powers. That's not even that much anymore. Two million dollars. Oh, like yeah, okay, so. Because I was sitting there when I was typing and filling out the application. I was like, what the fuck am I going to put down as a uh, desired salary? I was like, you never want to put something too little. Yeah. Because you you don't want to look be desperate. That too. And then you don't want to put too, something too much and look like an asshole and think they can pay you whatever you want. So I was like, okay, so like, is 35 five? Like, is that? Like thirty five, like thousand. Thirty five thousand for a yearly salary. That's I mean, low, baby. That's low. That's low. I mean, no. we all work. If in you the have same... a degree, and you have to pay student loans. Forty five five. Forty five. No, no, you better make that. You better multiply that by two, especially in this economy. Yeah, Not in this like, state, though. When you, I mean, oh, I'm so just real. thinking, like you're a degree holder. I mean, I'm gonna be a double degree. holder. You're gonna be soon. a double degree holder. You might as well like. Get your, you know, at get that student 50, loan money because they're going to be taking, they're going to be coming for your kneecaps in in a minute. I know they are. I think in October. You want to know something? When you was talking about like salary, I was thinking, have y'all seen "Don't Be a Menace"? Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't oh, be definitely. don't be a menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> Funny Wayne's movie. I recommend y'all to see it. So oh, the Wayne's brothers who wrote White Chicks. Yeah, oh, I love oh, White Chicks. I love White. <laughs> <laughs> But any, but anyway, there was a scene where Marlon Wayne, no, it's Marlon Wayne's character. Yes, um, he was in like this job application. He was in this job application spot. Mm-hmm. And it was like desired salary, five million dollars, cash. Yeah, yeah. What's the that's point how of, I feel every time. I mean, what is the point of asking us what our desired salary is if you're just gonna be like, no, that's too much or. No, they're just different. They're just desperate for a job. When I was filling out the application, Netflix is very proactive in their application process. They literally asked me what my sexual orientation was. That's cool. I was very shocked, and I was like, "Okay, damn, here we go. I'm gonna put gay on the first time for my application." You might as well. Mm -hmm. I identify as gay. Right. (laughs) Still to this day, I am still proud that I applied to Grinder, and like I, I didn't get accepted, and I can always say I got rejected by Grinder. You got rejected by the by grinder itself. Okay, top 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 place that you applied to. Okay, here we go. Here's a good one. Top place that you guys applied to but got rejected from. I'm gonna still say grinder, and I applied twice and got rejected twice. Oh that 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 is a that is a great conversation starter and a job interview. I don't care. <laughs> 
I I mean, I feel like I'm starting low because I was like, I'm going to try and apply at ADP. And, oh, the one here? No, no, ADP, like the actual, like, in Norfolk that the main office. I know, I know. Yeah, I had so someone, I had a friend work there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to apply there. I actually did. And they were like, huh, yeah, we don't need you. Damn. Um, yeah, and uh, and then, that's the corporate office. That I'm is pretty... the corporate office, and then steel. Um, I oh, let's not talk about steel. Yeah. And I, I found out that you need to be able to speak German, and I was like, okay, the well, fuck? fuck. My mom worked at steel part time back Why in the day, you and speak like, German? apparently, it's a necessity. Like to work on the, to work on the. I can see Espanol, but German. A lot of Filipinos worked there. A lot of Filipinos back in the day when, like, my dad lost his job that's where my mom ended up getting a job and she was like all the filipino women were there that's how i was in nursing school like i was i like i got surrounded by so many filipino nurses and they all knew their stuff and i was just like you know no please please teach me can i come home with you i will be i will just just teach me everything please i'm so stupid right standard now. in the workforce all your nurses are definitely filipino Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming from an actual Philippine. So yeah, I say the top two places that I apply for and they can get it. Um, or top one. Okay, I didn't even, so, we didn't top even one, so top one over here is Geico. I applied, I applied for Geico. I actually did two interviews for Geico. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it, I was not in the best um, state of mind to do it. But then like the second time I didn't get it. But I was like, you know what? Because I'm in a better state of mind mm-hmm. and I gave it everything I had and I didn't get it, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with it. And when I'm I'm not from like Virginia, I'm actually from Louisville, Kentucky, 502, stand up. Um, there was this logistics company that I applied for to get out of the pawn shop. And like they had like a really cool layout. Like they was in this building in downtown. You could see downtown and shit. It was like all lit as fuck, but I didn't get it. I was still mad. I was like, oh, I know I can do it. Oh well, I got cable anyway. I got I went with cable anyway. Okay. Not my second. Okay, so two other places that I applied to. One of them's an actual funny story. Okay, second place that I thought I was gonna get that I made pretty far into the interview process was Apple working at a nice. flagship store at, at our local mall here. Okay. Um, I didn't get it because, one, I only had fast food that. background, and everybody mm-hmm. else had worked at either Verizon or AT&T in my group interview, so I was like, Bleh. fuck. <laughs> my, but honestly, that wasn't my second best. My second best probably was when I applied to <laughs> Hot Topic, y'all. Um, <laughs> you didn't have enough piercings and tattoos? That wasn't it. I got the job, but the reason why I didn't take it, so during my interview, I was with the store manager and I was with the district manager because I was going to be offered a keyholder position that was like their one above sales associate, one under assistant manager. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some kid comes up to our interview and interrupts my interview and starts hitting on the district manager because she's like this young woman, this scene goth girl. And it was funny as fucking hell because this kid in a million years thought he had a chance with this my future district manager. And I was like, and she was just like, um, excuse me, you're interrupting an interview right now. Wow. I mean, if nothing else, he had the audacity. And when that kid walked away... Cause he was like in high school or something. We all just burst out laughing, and I was like, "Y'all, did that shit just you, happen?" You, you want you want to know something? I don't blame him for trying. You gotta shoot your shot one way or another. I give him credit. But it was 
a child asking out a grown. Well, she was grown. I mean, she was, she was grown. An adult. She was an adult. I mean, she wouldn't l- want to l- listen. L- listen to something. It was funny as hell. I give them props for like the balls for like going l- up to us and inter- interrupting listen, an interview. Listen to a young man. Age ain't nothing but a number. And honestly, but you want to know something? We need. We going I'm gonna stop right there. To the people who currently work at Hot Topic, I do apologize. I'm not making fun of Hot Topic, but y'all don't pay y'all don't pay your employees. <laughs> no, said, they don't. So like, I was gonna be okay. So like, talking money wise, that's allegedly though. I was gonna be paid under ten dollars as a, as a key holder. Wow. Allegedly. And I wasn't gonna be working forty hours, but I told them I had the ability to like because I was a part time student at the time doing my undergrad. Gotcha. Like I had the ability to do like 40 hour weeks and I was like yeah I can do this it was at <clears throat> I'm not gonna name the mall because we're or insert bleep but I it was at um the mall um is down it a, the street is, is it a mall yeah not is, not, is not, not Lynn Haven you, mall not Lynn Haven but, is it the uh, mall you gotta pay um for parking no not MacArthur no you said it no plan now you can bleep that out you can bleep shit out mm-hmm but, I mean, but it's the mall uh, that is no longer a mall. Yes. Oh. It was going to be at that hot topic. And I, that's where it happened. That hot topic is trash. It was though. very trash. It was very trash. And I haven't was, been here that long. And so, and so I asked the district manager, I was like, hey, this isn't really like my close hot. This hot topic is not close to me because at the time I was still living with my parents. And I was like, it's at the one that's down the street from the job that, I, that we all currently work at. And um, she was like, well... Who knows? Like, um, in due time, you might be able to transfer stores because that's the only, that's like literally the only store now, like with fucking GameStop. Oh, and that's another thing. I bought the fucking GameStop and almost got it. GameStop. I was about to be an assistant manager at fucking oh. GameStop. But. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We all have our like terrible job youths. And like, I mean, I was cleaning, I was cleaning houses in, in hotels. And. Oh, then I got turned. Then I was bad at that, so I, they put me in the laundry room. And then, um, yeah, you if you stay at a hotel and you need to take off your makeup, please do not put your disgusting face all covered in makeup on the white towels because that will never come out. I will get cussed out by my boss. Wait, I stay. People do that. Yes. Oh, and there's also, um, you know, if you're going to have, like, a, a sex party in your hotel room, um, can you please not use the comforters as your personal rag? I've only broken one thing in a hotel. Out of here. Yeah, because that, shit's, that shit was that's disgusting nasty. and scarring, and no one needs to see that. Like, that. full fluids? Full fluids. And it was definitely a party. I'm always scared to take a UV light into a hotel room. You, and just oh, like you should absolutely do it just for the shits and giggles. So, just so, the the, so, so, the, so the next time I go to the Red Roof Inn, I should um, prepare myself for a CSI episode. <laughs> Probably. I mean, just like you get 30 minutes to clean a floor. Maybe an hour most. And that's not enough. Is yeah, you're talking like twelve rooms or so. Mm-mm, um, yeah, you got you're you're basically just spot cleaning at that point. Wow. Um, but honestly, like yeah, I those women, those workers, they don't get paid enough. They work entirely too hard, and sometimes their bosses are not the nicest to them. So please, just be considerate. 
Seriously, it's not That's that why hard. I don't people who serve me food. Yeah, don't get, don't be mean to your servers either. Tip, final tip of the day. <laughs> tip your goddamn servers. Be nice <laughs> to people in the service industry. Don't yell at the bitch who makes your damn Starbucks because they on union strike right now. Mm-hmm. Pee after sex. Wear condoms. <laughs> Use spermicide. <laughs> Drink water. At least eight ounces. Get vaccinated, guys. Get vaccinated. Hold on. on. I'm going to need the talk glass for this one because I'm a damn Twitch streamer. Okay, so if y'all been paying attention with Twitch, right? You know, TwitchCon, when they first announced TwitchCon for San Diego, right? They had no safety guidelines, which means you can come in unmasked, unvaccinated. You can even come in with full-blown COVID and it don't even matter. Enough people complain about it, so they update it. So, on one end, I applied Twitch for actually doing that. But my thing is, it's reactive because you noticed that your ticket sales was going down. So, my thing is, you should have said that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then, on the other side, you have these anti-mask streamers like, well, ain't nobody going to go. I'm not going to go. I'm like, dude, it ain't about you. Wear a damn mask. Yes, you can still catch COVID with wearing a mask. You can still catch it by being vaccinated. But if you're being smart about it, you can prevent that. It's like wearing a condom and having safe sex. It's not going to guarantee you not getting pregnant. But still, be proactive. Be smart. Like, let, I let, mean, the, let's be I'm honest. Stop. These are the people who are like, I ain't scared of no beer flu. <laughs> Bitch, I'm scared of beer flu. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to die out here. I'm trying to live. I got shit to do. <laughs> but in conclusion, like we said, tip your service, tip your Uber drivers, tip your fucking uh, Postmates people. Yeah, absolutely. Hell tip. yeah. Pee after sex, mm-hmm. wear condoms, have a fun life, get vaccinated, get boosted, wear drink, a mask. Drink uh, eight glasses of water a day, please. Mm-hmm. And wash your ass. And, and wash your ass. And don't forget to watch anime and tune in for our next episode. Uh, yes. This has been fun. I am super excited to be doing this podcast with um, you crazy bitches. I mean, we try. <laughs> I'm the crazy bitch. But um, this was Chris. Elisa. JQ. Here on Geek and Juice. Join us next time for episode two. Bye. Peace, we out. That was fun. Oh, that was lit. I know, right? No, like, I'm just, I'm.